Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Home Wrecker Podcast. I am the Golden Greek Alex Arion, joined as always by my beautiful, lovely, gorgeous, amazing trophy wife, Monique. Hello. Hi. How's it going? It's wonderful, thank you. And you, how are you? I'm fantastic as always. Yes, you are. Hey now. <laughs> so anything new going on with you, Monique? I don't think so. Nothing? I don't know. Well, that's disappointing. I'm, I've been eating healthier. That's good. Good for yes. you. Yes. Tremendous. Went off track for a little bit with everything going on. And then I was like, okay, need to stop eating sugar. And how's that working out for you? I am shocked at how well it's working. Good. Yeah. Terrific. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. I'm just doing what's right for me. But good. I've been craving, craving a lot of fruit. Well, it's got sugar in it. It does. But at least it's like not junk food, right? Fair enough. Okay. All right, I'll give you that. That's fine, I guess. <laughs> so this week, we have on... A couple of uh, guests. We do. I'm so excited. Yeah, we're going to be yes. bringing these guys on here in a second. Yes, we are. And they're our buddies from uh, our pro wrestling days. Yes. We've got Julian Starr mm-hmm. and Matt Spectro from the Truth, Justice, and New England Pro Wrestling Way podcast. Yes, a.k.a. Tarzan Taylor from yes. Matt Spectro. Mm-hmm. That's, that's correct. Yes. And we're not going to talk any wrestling at no, all. Oh, no wrestling. We we spoke in advance, and we actually just did an episode of their podcast, mm-hmm. which you can find wherever you listen to podcasts. Yes. And we we talked all kinds of wrestling on their show, and we said, we want you on our show, mm-hmm. but we're not going to talk any wrestling, and they were totally cool with that. So we're going to talk all kinds of different stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you right now, I didn't pre-plan anything. I just want to have a freewheeling conversation about whatever comes up. And there's a lot of crazy stuff going on in the world today. Whether or not we talk about any of it, it remains to be seen. But I say we bring these guys on right now and find out what they think about some of the things that we discuss here on the Home Record Podcast. What do you think? I agree wholeheartedly. All right. So we're going to bring on yes. right now Julian Starr and... Matt Spectro. Gentlemen, welcome Hello. to the show. What's going on? How's it going? Oh, you know, living and breathing, getting through day to day. Thanks. Yeah, how's how's the quarantine treating you? For having us. <laughs> quarantine. Oh, God, I'm so sick of nothing being open. I can't speak for anybody else, but it drives me nuts. I'm, uh, I'm doing okay. I'm a homebody. This is... I trained my whole life for this. I'm a, I'm a gamer, so I wake up, I play video games all day up until I'm basically kicked off because my girlfriend might want to go do something, but she's not like that for the most part, so she's just a homebody like me, so I, I'm okay with it. Um, I just don't like having no choice to go out. Yeah, same here, I yeah. think. We're but, homebodies, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah, definitely. I mean, nothing has really changed as far as our lives for the most part it's but again it's just not having that choice that's the big bother for yeah. us i think i also don't like being told like i can't go in a store unless i wear a mask Ugh. or you know oh stand six feet apart because like isn't it when you sneeze it shoots out something like 36 feet or something because it comes out so fast so it's just so ridiculous 
They just pull these yeah. numbers out of thin air. None, none of this stuff makes any sense. No. None of it does. But, it's hard for me to have an opinion on it just because I don't really read too, too. I mean, I read here and there, not too much. So I don't want to piss anyone off and start giving out like blanket personal opinions just because I mean, you know, you don't. I know I actually know someone who just recently lost her grandmother due to the COVID-19 situation. Uh, she ended up catching it. I'm not sure how, but I, I don't want to sit there and say it's not serious, but. At the same time, I do feel like it's slightly blown out of proportion. Most of our sicknesses in life right now affect those who are older and have, you know, pre-existing health conditions. I mean, the common cold has killed people. So it's it's one of those things where do I think America is using it for another reason? It's possible. But without facts, how do you prove it's real? Fair enough. I'm just anno- I'm just annoyed because in this is it's just like. The only solution I hear is uh, what just shut down the country. I mean, you can't do that forever. I mean, they have to at some point come up with something. I mean, that flattens the curve, but it seems like we've flattened the curve at this point. But, but so, don't you I mean, know what's... this? This is going to be the new normal. Haven't you heard? God, I hope not. <laughs> yeah, I've, the... I've heard that this is a way to get the government to take away some of our freedoms and be able to gain more power over us. Um, I've always heard that even stuff like. Uh, they try to raise like housing prices and prices on products and all that other stuff, basically make things unaffordable to the point where you need government assistance. So that way it's like you need us and you're not going to bite the hand that feeds you. So I, I always feel in I mean, Tarzan over here, he's a big believer in the new world order. So absolutely for life, not the, uh, <laughs> not the one with Kevin Nash. Oh, okay. <laughs> Oh, so so Tarzan. So you're you're familiar with the new world order and and that whole yeah. plan and everything. I yeah, mean, well, it's. I mean, I mean, I'm not an expert, but yeah, I've read a lot about it. I mean, it's it's pretty obvious that what what's going on right now. He's just breaking stuff. Over I'm here. breaking things over here on our end. <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah, it's pretty obvious that everything, nothing makes sense. Nothing really makes any logical sense. We are being, in my view, socially conditioned for something else that's going to be happening soon. You can't go out in public unless you're wearing a mask. If you don't wear a mask, you are looked at like you're trying to get everybody sick, even though a mask does nothing. I don't care what anybody says. It's not going to do anything. We're quarantining and keeping people in their homes that are healthy, which what, what's the point of that? If you're healthy, why do you have to stay in your home? That doesn't make any logical sense. And... Everywhere you go, if you're going into the grocery store, for example, you have to be six feet apart from people, and they have now arrows everywhere. You can only go down certain aisles, and it's not just grocery stores. It's any store you go into. I feel like we're being socially conditioned and being programmed slowly for something else that's coming. I don't know what, but I think that the uniform, the uniformity, I guess, of everything happened way too fast for something like a pandemic that just happened out of nowhere took the world by surprise. I feel like these people knew it was coming. They knew it was happening and way too much stuff happened way too fast for what's going on. That's just my opinion. Again, it's an opinion. People might get pissed off hearing me say that, but you know what? Last I checked, we still live in America. We're still free thinking individuals who have free speech and I can say what's on my mind. And if you get pissed off about it, I don't care. It doesn't matter because it's my right to say it. And I feel like we were talking, somebody said, 
well, it's a way for the government to take our rights. They already are. It's not a way to. They already have Mm -hmm. by keeping people home and by shutting things down. And yes, elderly people get sick. There are people that maybe have died from something, but it's already come out that numbers are getting fudged. They're getting messed with. And I'm of the opinion that if you mess with one number and it comes out that even one case was fudged or messed with or exaggerated, then you have to question all of them. Because if even one of them was called into question, you got to question it all. That's just the way it is. So something smells fishy to me. I don't know what it is, but I don't think it's anything that's good. The argument behind that, and my, my, again, this is all opinion-based, but I've, I've read that the argument behind that is, well, why all of a sudden are we reporting all these deaths for COVID-19 when people are, you know, what was it? I heard tens of thousands die every year of the flu. Why isn't the news every day saying another 54 died today, another 43 have been diagnosed, and I, the argument behind that as well is, well, there's a cure, a vaccine. There's no cure or vaccine for this. So it's 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 just it's hard to take the the pegboard and start pinning things in the right direction because I feel like it just continues to circle. But before there was a vaccine for the flu, did the country shut down? I don't think the country's ever shut down for any kind of pandemic in the See history my point? of the country that I'm aware of anyway. Exactly. That and that's I think that's where I so many people now are because this is still continuing and going on, I think that's why everybody's calling it into question because we've never shut down for anything else and we're shutting down for this, which yes, there, maybe there are casualties. I don't know. I, I, I have no idea, but it just makes you wonder. It just exactly. What's really going on? Like there's gotta be something else going on. Right. What is it? I had a thought on that and I just, I'd lost it. And my memory's going to go 90% of the time when I come up with a thought, because that's just how I operate. But that is, a little weird to me because we don't shut down for basically anything and now all of this sickness comes out of nowhere and now we're shutting everything down and limiting freedoms i i just there is something that makes my mind think like why 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 just for this and not anything else and i think that's what people need to do is at least ask why but so many people just blindly go okay i'll do what i'm told when and that's uh, now i just that dawned on me what my original thought was. Do you think it's because we're in a new age where now everyone is fully blown accustomed to technology and the control that technology has over you? I mean, everyone is on social media. Everyone watches TV. Everyone watches stuff on Facebook, you know, yada, yada. If I can control you through the media that you trust so much now, and now we've almost kicked out everyone that's used to just newspapers and everyone's kind of up to date with technology. Isn't it safe to assume that you can control a hundred percent of the unit, you know, the world that way? Absolutely. Cause think about it. People can work from home now, right? Yeah. More people can work from home. You have people who can order stuff online. You can even order your groceries to come to your door. So they, they've waited till we got to a point where it was convenient enough where, yeah, it's kind of a pain to do this, but we're, people will look at it like, how much am I really giving up? Right. It's going to come to a point where they realize like, wait a minute, this isn't right, where they really start reacting. Some people have. They've gone to their state capitals. They've protested. 
but you're you still have these people who blindly follow and they shun you if you disagree and you they say oh well you don't care about anyone else and you we hope you get sick and die it's like that's you're you're making fun and like putting people down because you want everyone to be healthy but then you're going to turn around and wish somebody death and sickness <laughs> It's yeah, this whole thing brought, brought, brought the ugly out in a lot of people, yeah. I think, on both sides of, mm-hmm. of the spectrum, oh, yeah. or yeah. all sides, I should say, because I think somewhere along the line in the last 20 or 30 years, we all stopped being civil to each other. And I think especially in this country where it became so political, everybody's so damn political with mm-hmm. everything. And I feel like it bled over into this big time. And if you don't, if you're questioning the official narrative now, they're banning you on Facebook, on YouTube, like all these videos. If you go against the official narrative, they're banning you, which again calls into question what's going on here. Like I can't question what's going on. Uh, You know, I've gotten into arguments with family members over this whole thing just because I'm very skeptical. I've always been skeptical of the official line of anything. Because in my view, anybody in a position of power, especially politicians, which universally we all know they're dishonest, but for this we're going to accept what they say. It just—it's just kind of weird to me, and it's just a—it's a very interesting dichotomy because you have everybody, for the most part, politicians. We know they're crooked, they're corrupt. That's—that's what everybody says about them. But they come out and tell you no you got to stay home you got to do this you got to do that and nobody questions it everybody says okay like what <laughs> it just made me just, oh, go on no go on tarzan i just don't understand how anyone has these rock hard concrete opinions like so much information has been changed or today is this and the next day it's different there's so much lying in the media social media and regular media on both sides politicians lying i find it very hard to make a concrete opinion of it because there's so much i mean i read the world health or yeah, world health organization back in january said you can't spread it through physical contact and right. now it's like you can't become six feet from someone so i don't know why so people are so passionate that this is the way it is and if you disagree you you don't care and you're responsible for their relative that died because I think it's it's just over the years, it's people have been conditioned, again, just to trust the media, trust the experts. And we forget that media is people. The experts are people and people are fallible. We make mistakes. They, they look at and they cite computer models. Who, who programs these computer models? People. We make mistakes. And I think we just blindly, collectively as a society, as people, and that's not just the United States, but everywhere now, we just blindly accept what's told to us by experts and people that should know, and we just go along with it. We don't question anything anymore. It, it has to do with, like you said, Al, it's, it's just our world because, I mean, you go to the doctors. I, I Right now, all of us know what a common cold is, but none of us will – I mean, I'm – he could tell you I'm, I'm a hypochondriac. If I have a common cold, I was diagnosed with cancer. Like, and I won't feel safe until I go to the quote unquote expert who spent 10 years in school, a doctor and him say, it's just a common cold. And then I'll feel okay. It's you're right. It's everyone's accustomed to believing the experts, believing the experts, believing the experts. And TV, as we know, is extremely powerful. And the media can literally say whatever they want to us and people are going to believe it. You also have those people that don't think for themselves and they are robots. 
if the media says you have to wear the skin of a chicken on your eyeballs or you will catch COVID-19, you will start seeing chicken skin eyeglasses. I promise you. It's just people are like, whatever you say, coach. And then you have other people who think outside the box, which are now conspiracy theorists nowadays. Yeah, it's funny how conspiracy theorists have all been proven right now <laughs> because we've all been saying this is coming for years and years, and here it is. <laughs> yeah, but if you look back at things that people want to kind of cover up, what do they do? They try to shame you. They try to make you feel bad about it, or they laugh at you because you're looking at it a different way. Look at how they treated aliens, like seeing UFOs. They treated you like you were crazy, right oh yeah i'm okay you had an encounter all right and they'd laugh at you or they'd shun you and then what happened recently we got disclosure officially from the yes. government they finally admitted it what do you guys think so about crazy. that yeah what do you crazy. guys think about like, that they admit it and it's like you barely hear yeah you don't hear anything, anything. about it yeah. like, the first time i heard about it was on your podcast and i was like that's insane that should be on every news channel everywhere and it's barely even scratching the news service and you know what I think the reason for that is, is the is they know everything. The government knows everything. They have us wiretapped in every way, shape or form. I mean, they can hack into your cameras. I didn't know until I saw the video that there's cameras in your fucking flat screens. Sorry, I didn't know. Can I swear? In this? Oh, yeah. yeah go nuts. Yeah. All right. Absolutely. Uh, there's there's cameras hidden into flat screen TVs. I mean, there's every way they found out that iPhones can listen to you, although you have nothing open. So they you can know have your phone everything. off. They Completely. know all our moves. Yeah. I always assume that when they think that society is ready for the news without panic, they can release it. Therefore, the UFO stuff came out when they said this ain't even going to make them blink because they already know that it's possible. So now we can say, yeah, there's UFOs out there. And they're like, yeah, I knew it. Well, not because just... we're socially now conditioned oh, yeah. to accept that. Yeah, years of movies and oh, TV yeah. shows all about aliens and UFO invasions. Yeah, I mean, that's what it did. And not just that, but you have the whole COVID-19 thing to help cover it up as well. So people who might yeah. freak out are too occupied. They're too occupied with safety and health. And you yeah. can't go out there and spread word because... Most times you're going to get arrested if you're not, you know, if you're in public areas or not within, you know, if you're within six feet of people or whatever, whatever the guidelines are nowadays. So the other problem you have is is people who are like in the area of the COVID situation and then pretend to be experts, like people who work in a hospital. But I'm like, ah, I work up in billing, but I can tell you all about COVID-19 just like a doctor would. Nah, dude, you can tell me based on experiences of the things you see around you. And so those people are spreading the information about it to other people, causing fear and it's just a devastating sickness. Mm -hmm. Really, the sickness is the news that we're getting. Uh, agreed. Yeah. And and the other thing that doesn't make any sense, too, we were told we have to be locked down because they don't want the hospitals to get overwhelmed. And then hospitals are laying off workers in a lot of areas. People are going all in their communities, taking videos of their hospitals being completely empty and dead. And you've got healthcare workers who are filming TikTok and social media videos like everywhere. Wow, you must be really, really swamped if you got time to make and edit these videos and get the whole hospital ward dancing and choreographing you know dance routines and this and that oh yeah you must be really overwhelmed this is a real serious pandemic so 
that right there fuels the people that are questioning this thing even more to go, okay, something ain't right here. You know what I mean? So build a new hospital that they didn't even use. And they said that the hospital was built for the overflow of of COVID victims. And then I thought I read they built one and didn't even use it. Yeah. And I know they brought the, uh, the Navy ships, uh, on, on either coast, one in, uh, in California, one in New York, Mm -hmm. and they never even used them. So yeah, it's just problem is the math just is not adding up because they keep piling on terra, 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 terra. And then you're like, all right, well, here's all the tools that you need and all the, you know, all the proofs. You know what I mean? Like you say terra, 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 and then you look into hospitals and like you guys stated, there's videos and pictures and evidence of empty hospitals and people taking TikToks because eh, it's slow and, you know, people are being laid off because shit's slow over there. So why that math don't add up. So which one is it? Are you skewing numbers and making this pandemic bigger than it is? Or and here's the other thing. Why is COVID-19 not a different acting sickness? Why is it? Well, it either turns into flu or pneumonia. Yeah, uh, you mean the sicknesses we already have? The sicknesses we have. But not just that, with, but right? they keep changing because then they were saying, oh, well, if you have GI issues, if you have vomiting or diarrhea, it could be COVID-19. So it's just like anything could be it. And I think because they want to just fit it into everything that people get around this time of year. What? is interesting. I don't know if you guys have heard, but families have come out. They've um, paid for private autopsies for their family members. So medical examiner says, oh, so-and-so died of COVID-19. And family's like, no, they didn't. So Mm -hmm. they hire someone, a different doctor to do an autopsy and they didn't die of COVID-19. What's happening is they're just saying it's COVID-19. Yeah, a lot, a, of the lot no- of a lot of the numbers have been inflated. Uh, I don't know if you watch any of the, the daily press briefings with the president and, and uh, Fauci and uh, Dr. Burks, but Burks said in a press conference, we are telling people just assume it's COVID-19 if they had any kind of respiratory issue. Again, that's you, you didn't test them, but you're just going to put that, yeah, it's a COVID-19 death. And hospitals are getting $39,000 per COVID-19 diagnosis. So you have made it financially, you made, you've given a financial incentive to hospitals to report a death as something, mm-hmm. whether it is that or not, because they're going to make more money. So if you drown in the bathtub, it's going to be COVID-19 because it's respiratory. Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. and these are things that these are official things. These aren't conspiracy theories. These are things that have come out. So these have been said. It's kind of one of those things like, all right, what's going on here? You know, Aye. what's what's really going on? But I say, unless you guys want to keep talking about this, we'll we'll move on to something different because I'll get really fired up and I'll go off <laughs> if we keep going on this one, because this one is something. I'm, you guys uh, drive the ship. We'll follow <laughs> along. And just I mean, um, what else can you say? It's it's. It's a large conspiracy. I have seen people affected by it, but how do I know that that wasn't, you know what I mean? Because they said that COVID-19 could turn into pneumonia or the flu. So can't bronchitis. You know what I mean? Like what's to separate bronchitis from COVID-19? You know what I mean? Like how do you separate the difference? And I guess it's the, the virus or the pathogen or whatever that's inside of you is what separates it. But it just... I don't know. There's, I know what you're saying, and I'm on your side. Something does sound fishy, but I will fully admit, because I am a hypochondriac, that I do err on the side of caution because I always have in my mind, what if I'm wrong? Now, I want to say for the record, I'm, I'm not convinced it's a conspiracy, but there's enough 
there's not enough evidence to prove me it's not at the same time. There's enough evidence for me to look into and question. I'm not, I know people get really upset when you say anything like that. I'm not saying it's a conspiracy. I'm just saying there's not enough information for me to make any kind of determination. I, I don't, I think people are too quick to take a side and, and all guns blazing that that's correct and they don't even question it. And that's what Al was saying is now more than ever, and again, I all think this is media driven and I think this is what they want, is us as a society have become so divided that now you're either political party number one, political party number two. You're either COVID pro or COVID against. You're either this or you're that. There's always a dividing factor. Because as a group, united, we'd be way too powerful for the government. Absolutely. And that, and again, that's that's why I think a, another big part of this is divide and conquer. It's 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 obviously like anything else the government does, it's fear-based. And I, I said to somebody the other day, look, they lied to us about weapons of mass destruction. They've lied to us about 9-11. They lied to they us lied about, about the Gulf of Tonkin. They lied about aliens. They lie about everything. And we are, again, just falling for this one, hook, line, and sinker. Nobody questions anything. And I don't want anybody to listen to me and go, yeah, that guy's right, because I don't know that I'm right. I know what I believe. I know what I feel. I know what I've seen. I know enough to question and know that what I'm being told isn't true. But I want anybody that hears me to go, huh, interesting. And do your own research. Don't trust me. Go verify for yourself. Look for yourself. But look and think for yourself. Don't just trust a person that tells you something because they're a quote-unquote expert. It's funny you say that because one of my favorite comedians is Tom Segura, who just recently got a ton of heat on Twitter for, I don't know if you guys know, and I know we were going to try and stay away from this, but shitting on wrestling. Anyway, one of his jokes is, and I honestly do do this, is which is goes against what you say. One of his jokes is uh, he doesn't, like, no one verifies shit anymore, that people just take what they're told, and then they're like, cool, I'm going to roll with that forever. Thank you so much. And I very much am like that because I'm just lazy. If and I always use this analogy, if Tarzan told me tomorrow that like Hulk Hogan actually was a transgender and has always been his entire career, if I had no way, I probably if he was truthful with his delivery, I probably would believe it and run with it and tell everyone until <laughs> someone corrected me. It's just I, I'm it's not I just you, man, because there's I'm one of those people. Yeah, it's not just you. It's it's it, I mean, that's the majority of people. That's just how we've been conditioned. Now. We're lazy. We're lazy. Mm -hmm. All of us collected myself included. I mean, I, I have sent videos to people. I've sent them links to different articles just so they can go, huh, that's interesting. And it's not just conspiracy stuff. It's official things. And I've sent them links just to say, look, this is official. Check it out. This is from their own mouth. This is what they said. And do they read it? Do they watch the video? No. They don't even bother. It's like, dude, I did the work for you. Here you go. And they still don't. <laughs> you know what I mean? People, you know what they love to do? And I don't – I've finally conditioned myself to stop doing it. I've stopped being a, a mindless robot. But you know what people do? They go on social media. They scroll through. They see like Daily Mail, for example. And the headline just says, uh, new murder hornet sting causes cancer. And they're like – Guys, did you know yep. that if you get yep. stung, didn't even read the article, didn't open it up, didn't talk about – like just read that headline and went, I'm going to go tell everyone. Yeah, and, and you know what's funny? You, you mentioned something like, like along those lines. You read those headlines and they're designed for that purpose because if you yeah. actually go in and read that article – 
it may be down like the second to last paragraph will say this is just something you know they'll they'll say something that this could happen it didn't Mm -hmm. happen but it could Mm -hmm. hypothetically you know what i mean like they'll discredit their own headline a lot of times in the article if you ever bother to get to the end of it but nobody ever does and they know that society won't because again we're just too lazy to do the research exactly exactly so uh, let's let's get on to aliens. Okay. If, if you don't mind, <laughs> I let's don't. let's change. We we touched on it briefly, but what do you guys think about that? About the the disclosure? We we have the government now admitting yes, there are extraterrestrials. Do you believe the government now? You gotta think there's an agenda. Like, why would you declassify this now? Like, um, it. I, I don't know what the agenda would be to what end. I definitely believe there are aliens because, I mean, if the universe is big as every expert tells us, how could we be the only intelligent life in the in a galaxy that is as big as it is? I just find it weird that now they're like, now we're going to say it's true. Like, I mean, wasn't the first sighting reported like back in the 50s? Like, what took them 70 years to to be like, okay, now it's now it's correct. There were sightings in the 1600s. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the first the, the term flying saucer was coined back in the, four, the late 40s mm-hmm. by Kenneth Arnold. And he was, a, he was a, a military guy. And he saw what he said, craft that acted like saucers skipping in the air. So that was like where the term flying saucer came from. But as far as UFOs, I think there's like hieroglyphs, Egyptian hieroglyphs that that portray craft, saucer-shaped craft in the sky. So they've been around for a long time. I'm so much a, this is, I'm going to contradict myself on everything I'm about to say because I'm so much a, I need to see it to believe a person. But for some weird reason, things like Bigfoot and the Loch Ness Monster or Nessie, whatever they call her, and ufos i need to see it to believe it but it's i still have a resemblance of i feel like i'm leaning towards believing more than not you know what i mean and so i was just watching the other day a documentary on netflix i think it came out in 2017 and it was talking about how all the presidents know ufos exist and have been disclosed sorry a majority of presidents know but not all of them and there have been like Bill Clinton didn't get told um, because he was too keen on wanting to expose that news as they didn't want to do it. But they told people like Eisenhower and stuff like that. So they pick and choose who they divulge that information to. It's people that they trust. It was a whole documentary. And, and I'm not sure what my girlfriend Susanna's opinion is on it because she was kind of smirking at me a little bit when I saw some stuff. And when they would like say stuff, she'd be like, nah, that didn't happen. I'd be like, what if? And so it, it's so hard because, it's like Tarzan just said, it's the universe is so big. Who's to believe that we, do, we don't have someone coming and visiting us and there isn't some sort of plan going on that's like, you guys do this and keep your fucking space shit out of our area and we'll keep ours out of yours and we're going to still come by and check to see to make sure you guys are on the up and up. You know, how do you know? How do you know? You don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that's, that's just it. One of the things you said, though, you have to see it to believe it. One of the really scary things is with technology today, 
they can trick you. You've seen things on TV that look so real, but it's not. They've made like, what was it? A Tupac hologram that looked like him. It makes you question too, if what you're seeing is even true. So with that, even if you saw something, would you still question it? That's a good question because now that you put it that way, it is hard to believe that what I just saw, was that just generated by some sort of computer nearby because that's the world we live in today? Or was that a real fucking UFO that just came and spied on my, my, my uh, planet here? So I, it's, I don't know, honestly. It would have to be one of those things that once it happens, the heat of the moment, mm-hmm. whatever feeling washes over me. Exactly. Well, I, I almost think like it's almost done on purpose now to make you question if you can, can you believe yourself? Can you believe what you saw, what you heard? Like mm. to make everyone have to question themselves. It's a mind fuck. Yeah. Excuse my language, but that's what it is, you and, know? And <laughs> here's the other thing. Tarzan said like, what the agenda is as to why they released it now. Do you guys think, and this is all going to go back to this conspiracy, but do you all think that maybe now they released the UFO stuff? Cause they said, I originally said like, maybe they thought we were socially conditioned for it now, but on the other end, do you think that now that people are more than ever trying to break open the conspiracies of COVID-19 and why it all of a sudden is being blown out of proportion, that they tried to use the UFO news as a distraction of guys like, guys, UFOs do exist. Focus on that, not the reason why we're shutting down the country. I, I think so. It, it's a possibility. I, it's, I mean, it's like, I think Medica said this before. When they say, hey, look, UFOs, that's because they're trying to get your attention away from something going on over here. Hey, look over here. Hey, look, squirrel. You know, it's yeah. like that kind of thing. I, I totally think that. And, yeah, I mean... I'm like you, Julian. I'm, I'm like, I got to see it to believe it. And even then I question it because mm-hmm. anything I see on TV, I immediately go, uh, nope, I don't know. I don't think so. I get skeptical immediately because mm-hmm. it, because of technology now, because you can fake so much. And even in person, if I see something now, unless I'm out in the middle of bum fuck nowhere and there's nothing around for miles, if I see something Maybe then I might believe it, but if I'm in like the city or like a you know a suburban area or something like that, I question it. I'd question it. How close mm. is the nearest military base? Is is what would be the first thing that popped in my mind? Are they using some kind of weird holographic technology? We know they have it. We know they have it. So, is it going to be used to maybe portray a fake alien invasion down the road? I don't know. But I've already, I, I mean, I've told family members, hey, if because when this whole disclosure thing happened, I was actually speaking with my brother, and I said, uh, he's like, yeah, aliens, here we go, they they're, they are real. We you know I, we knew it all along because he and I are kind of on the same page with that. And I said, but I guarantee you, if we have an alien invasion in the next five or ten years, it's going to be fake. I'm not going to believe it yeah. at all. I won't buy it. Yeah, because it's going to happen on TV. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's going to happen on TV, and and I, yep. no, I don't buy it. The other thing is, is like, I feel like I lost my train of thought. Just move forward. <laughs> it, was, it was with me, and it was a really good point, and then I just lost it. Well, when it comes I, back to you, let it out. Let, I originally let, thought when they would reveal aliens, it would be some reason they were trying to unify like some of the people of the world, right? Mm-hmm. But it doesn't hadn't had anything like that effect at all so i don't know but maybe that's not just yet. step one not maybe, yet maybe it's coming in steps like that's the first phase yeah think about like it was like right now sorry to cut you up but with covid19 what's one of the what's one of the things that they're saying all the time we're in this together we're in this together yeah. you hear everybody say that 
motherfucker, we ain't in this together. Nobody's in this together. You kidding me? If food starts get, if they start having food shortages like the time, you think I'm not going to cut your throat to get food for my family, and you're not going to do the same to me? We're in this together. Yeah. Fuck you. Nobody. We're not in this yeah. together. But that's what they're pushing because, like Tarzan was saying, I do think eventually that will be if they do pull that trigger. That's going to be one of the things. How else are you going to unify people? Ronald Reagan said it in one of his famous speeches. One of the ways we can get the world to unify is by dealing with a, with an enemy from another world, from another planet, from another dimension. He said that publicly in a fucking speech. So I have a question. Let's say aliens come down to Earth, all right? Let's say they integrate with us. They become our neighbors, our coworkers. How would you feel about that? What would you think? Would you trust them? Would you feel like they're up to something, thinking like the long game of it? What do you think? I would think that would only happen when there's no marginalized groups left for these people to say they're standing up for. So now there's these new aliens and they don't have the rights they deserve. And now we're going to stand up for these. And this is going to be our political push for the next <laughs> 60 years. <laughs> Honestly, that's what I would think is the next step. Because it seems like they're always inventing a new, not a new thing. I don't want to say out. inventing, yeah. but there's always a new uh, thing that they want to pick this week to stick up. Like there's always problems. Excuse me. Sorry, breaking stuff over here. There's always <laughs> problems in the world, racism, religion, sexual preferences, whatever. And it's like you said, they're not marginalized until they need to distract you or just something to consistently divide. So if aliens integrated with us, yeah, do I think that they'd be like, oh, we're not treating aliens fair like humans. We need to treat them the same. Then yeah, I mean, that's gonna happen. I don't think right out the gate we will because you're gonna have some very like Al and I, skeptical people that are going to be like, no, these motherfuckers are here to kill us or suck us They're here to make us slaves. Us. Yeah, and that, I feel like that'll cause a huge divide. And because they're so foreign to us, I feel like our animalistic instincts will kick in and we'll immediately be like, kill it. Kill it right now before it takes over the world. Hell yeah. <laughs> so, I, I mean, I, I don't think it would go well. Unless, unless they, again use the power of media and do like a public president shakes hand. They're fine. Look how cool we are. We're signing agreement. Like if that was the whole deal, then yeah, that'd be a different story because a lot of people on watching the media would be like, all right, they're safer than we thought they were. And, and if you think about that example that you just said, and that's the one you always hear, well, aliens got to land on the white house lawn for people to, to <laughs> believe it or for the government to admit to it. How fucking arrogant is that? Right. They're going to land on... They're coming coming from the fucking whatever dimension or whatever planet, however many light years away, and they're going to land on the White House lawn. They know exactly where to land. Like, if that happened, immediately your bullshit meter should go off, right? Like, the aliens know we're going to land here. Julia, when you were saying that... United States. Yeah, when you were saying that, though, it made me think of Mars attacks. Look, like, everything's yeah, I mean, cool, and then we get killed. There's there's kings and dictators and you know leaders of all kinds in different countries. Why is it the United States of America's White House is where they need to land? Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. like, I can see why people hate America. We think so highly of ourselves. Oh, yeah, we're arrogant. We're so arrogant. Now, you, you brought up earlier uh, Bigfoot. So you believe in Bigfoot? Yeah. So I've researched 
tons of photos. I've tried to read several articles. I've tried to watch shows on him. Something tells me I've literally in my own head thought to myself, I'm going to run into him one day. I'm going to do it. <laughs> and it's hard. The, the part that I argue with myself is how does a species, if it is a species, how does it avoid human contact that well for this long? You know what I mean? Because the earlier sightings were what? Like the, what was it like the forties or the fifties? I can't remember because it was a black and white film. Oh, that was in the 60s. You're talking about the Gimlin, Patterson Gimlin film? The 60s. The 60s. So, I mean, when I saw that, I was like, eh, I mean, that could be a person in a suit to create that same thing. But how really, like, in this day and age, don't you think that someone would have been, like, been able to get video content with the technology we have today? It just, it doesn't seem like, but then the other half of me is like, there is a possibility that thing could exist. That's no different than a gorilla. It's just a really good, skilled hiding gorilla. Did you know that you brought up gorilla? Did you know we didn't even discover the gorilla till 1902? No. That When I found that out just recently, that's when I went, okay, Sasquatch has got to be real. It's got to be. Because there is so much undiscovered and unexplored land, especially in Canada northern united states there's so much unpopulated land like we always hear oh we're so overpopulated this and no we're not there's so much area yeah it's not even close so what do you think about bigfoot uh i want to believe in it but i mean there's been the only theory i ever heard that i thought was and i might have heard it on your show was that bigfoot is actually the ghost of a neanderthal man and that I was like, okay, that would actually explain why you can't find any of his droppings. You can't find any corpses. That uh, I heard that theory, and I'm like, you know what? That almost sounds like believable. I don't know if it was your show I heard that on or not. No. But I don't think so. No, yeah. that's the first time I've ever heard that. Yeah, I heard saw so Bigfoot was the ghost of a Neanderthal. Huh. That I could believe, but I don't know. I mean, there's no physical evidence. They've never found droppings. They've never found a corpse. They've never gotten a picture. The one picture they had, the guy has come out and said it was faked. I, I, that one I have a hard time believing. I just had a thought. What if Bigfoot was a shapeshifter? And that's why you never find them. Because they can turn into other animals or people. Now you're getting really crazy. I'm just saying. It was a, it was a thought. I'm already crazy. We know that. <laughs> you're getting nuts now. Just, just a thought. <laughs> Yeah, but but when I found that out, Julian, 1902 is when we discovered the gorilla. That's when I went, okay, there 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 could be something to this. And the big my big skepticism, Tarzan, was your thing where they haven't found a body. Yeah. Th- there's no there's no droppings, none of that stuff. And I actually we actually watched a documentary yes. recently where that was explained, and I went, huh, that makes a lot of sense. If you have a, an animal in the wild, like we'll say a deer that dies, gets shot, or just dies, whatever, gets sick and dies. Most animals in the wild, if they're ill, they will try to find a quiet, secluded place to die in peace. So if Bigfoot is this intelligent animal, maybe that's why we're not finding the bodies, because they have a hiding spot, right? And within, I I think an animal can be, the, the bones, the meat, everything can be completely cleaned up and cleaned off by nature, by other wildlife and the weather, the elements, about two months, and it's gone. There's also another interesting theory that I heard. 
that you know how like there's different frequencies of things different vibrations different like waves of things but we're our human eyes are, and brain are very limited to what we can perceive yeah that they're on a different frequency so we can't see it but they have the ability to go in and out of frequencies sometimes or maybe it's not by their choice it just happens but that's why we're not seeing anything there because it's a different frequency kind of like you think about like microwaves radio waves we can't see that stuff we can't see a lot and it could just be that's why i thought that was an interesting theory till we find Um, one who knows i've uh i've always thought that there's a possibility that there is a deep, deep, deep underground living of them. Like so deep to the point that we would never dig and ever hit their area, but their lives are accustomed to being there. And that every now and again, like a sighting could potentially be one that's curious enough to come up here or whatever, or whatever the case may Mm -hmm. be. But the reason why we can never find them again is because they've gone back to wherever it is that they live deep underground that's why we can't find them so i mean it's are you saying more like i don't i don't fully believe it it's just i lean towards believing it because there are a lot of things that it could possibly be Mm -hmm. and the 1902 gorilla finding does not make me feel any better because now (laughs) i just think more it's 100 percent possible so are you thinking more like cave systems or are you thinking like inner earth inner earth Sorry, yeah. I just thought that was awesome. That's, that He's supposed awesome. to be the skeptic too. That's <laughs> I, I am, and I am, but like it just—it's one of those like if someone could come in and tell me like that's not not possible, it's not possible, then fine. But they would be basing that off of the like you said, the animals and the organisms that we know today. There's still like you said, there's still so many species we haven't learned about or found there's so much land we haven't explored it's not like we know 100% of the ocean or 100% of the earth so it's not to say that it's not possible no absolutely I I think no because like when we've (laughs) talked before you're it's like oh Julian's a skeptic I don't think you're a skeptic in the point that you're not gonna look at other points at all like you're just gonna say nope not it and put the blinders on I think that you're open Mm -hmm. to things but you question that's like I want to believe everything but it's like I have to stop and question everything because when you get fooled so many times and you get tricked so many times you start to learn like okay now I have to question this right you, you know what I also used to do is um I used to and I, I can't say it anymore is I used to say like oh science can explain that do you know how many times science has explained something and then said oh, I guess we were wrong Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so now I literally realized that and I was like, oh, yeah, they used to think this. And then the scientists were like, nope, that's not it. And they're like, oh, OK, let's change that. And that continuously happens with science. Mm-hmm. So I can't say, well, science explains that because they're going to probably be wrong 10 years from now, 20 years from now and be like, ah, that's not the case. So mm-hmm. I just it's hard for me to put all my eggs in that basket now, which is why I question everything. And that's but can good. you imagine the, the ramifications on the scientific community if they discovered Bigfoot was real? Like the whole evolution thing would just be completely thrown on his ear if they discovered this, I don't know if you call it missing link or whatever it was, if this actually came out. So it's crazy to think about. But not, just, was real. not just that, but the intelligence level, would they have human rights? You know what I mean? Because they're obviously intelligent enough. So 
it, it not just goes from, oh, this is a creature of the wild. This is an intellectual being. This is human-like. This is, uh, you know, beings that obviously can think. You know, they can plan things. They, ha- they can strategize. Like, okay, so now we have to protect them. Can't hunt them. Right. And now what kind of rights are they going to have? Which all comes down to, you know, they're going to charge them taxes eventually. (laughs) (laughs) The other thing is, like, we've left these creatures alone for so long. If we found them, we would never leave them alone. That's the other problem I have. Is if they did exist and we did find them, we would never leave them alone. We would consistently be spying. We would find a way to camera their stuff so we can watch the way they live. We would disturb their habitat 24-7, 365, and we would ruin the way they live. And at some point, we would probably kill their entire species like we do with every other animal. Honestly, that or they would kill us. Because if if you believe what's been said these things are strong and they're smart so i could see it like they're gonna fight back and they're gonna attack and the the, this really scary thing is we don't know how many of them are we might see a couple here and there there could be millions of them that we don't know like you said living underground or something you don't know we don't know (laughs) so it's just it's it's kind of a pandora's box you know what freaks me out is um the movie men in black and the the first movie ever when he opens up the locker and there's a whole fucking world there of these little oh, furry yeah. creatures. The second one, yes. And, and then he opens up a, a door and it's our locker to a bigger world. Yes. And stuff like that. I'm not kidding. Movies like that literally made me end and go, that was a great movie. But also, what the fuck? It's funny. Like, that's pop. Yeah, it's, yeah, it makes you, you think. Know. Yeah, yeah. it's so funny you said that because when we talked about episodes when we first started this show... That was an episode I wanted to do is like our locker, our world, because it's like, you know, the way the movie portrays it. But we could just be a little blip on somebody else's radar. You, you just don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, getting off Bigfoot, you mentioned the Loch Ness Monster, too. Do you believe in the Loch Ness Monster? Yes. And here's why. Um, okay. <laughs> Not fully, again, not fully. Skeptic. Not fully, but again, but I do heavily because, again, another significantly weird creature that I wanted to look into a lot. And the one thing that really, really stuck in my head was no one has ever been to the bottom of that lake because it's way too deep. And it has been proven that there are animals or organisms like our ocean that live so deep that we cannot reach it because... It's either too dark, too cold, or too much pressure. And I've read that the lake in Sweden, I think it's Sweden. No, Scotland. 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 Scotland, It begins with an S. Scotland. Yeah, it's the S thing. The lake in Scotland is too deep and no one's ever been to the bottom. You know what, too? There are underwater caves that have never. Yeah. Yeah. So we talk about the depths, but there are a lot of cave systems, too. So it could be living in a cave. It might not even be needing to breathe water if there's a cave where there's an air pocket somewhere. Mm-hmm. See, that's one and that I, I call for BS. All, for all we know, it came up for food. Or maybe it was you just know? curious. I call BS on the Loch Ness food, Monster. Food supply was low down there. I mean, that's probably why it doesn't come down a lot of the time because if there's food supply dropping down, that's sufficient for it. It's probably why you never see it come up. Mm-hmm. But the one or two sightings or bubbles that people do see. And the problem is, is no one can go in there because apparently that lake is way too cold to swim in. 
and it's too dark and it's too deep. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to say that it's not possible. And that's why I believe that it's possible for it to be in there. What about you, Tarzan? It's, it, I have nonsense. That's another one. The famous picture has been proven. Exactly. That the guy came out and said it was fake. How, how could this thing be alive? And it would have to have reproduced. You know the amount of food an animal that size would eat? I just there's no food supply. It's just not it's not possible. I don't buy that. That one I think is a is complete cocky pot. I'm I'm in agreement with you there. Whatever you say. I'm with you on that one, Tarzan. I I don't buy the Loch Ness monster. I think that's just BS. I'm I'm with you on that one. All right now. Oh, go on, Julian. I was just gonna say, have you ever seen River Monsters? Yes. Yes. There's an episode where he fishes out of that lake. Oh really? Mm Mm-hmm. And he, I don't think he caught anything. Shocker. He thought it was peculiar because he's like, why is this gigantic body of water not producing a single fish? Hmm. Why, why hasn't anyone gone down to like a little submarine thing? Like, you know, like the things they, they put have. in the, the okay, they with have. like they lights? Have. They, have, they haven't seen anything or okay. found anything. They All have. Right. Uh, but that's, it's just one of those things where they've, they've never, I don't think they've ever touched the bottom. Mm. And so, because they said it's too deep. And it's one of those things where I'm like, it's a large body of water. Who knows? Listen, I'm with you. It's possible. I just personally don't believe it. Maybe it's something yeah. else. But, but I'm not going to say it's too. impossible. Yeah. I'm not going to say it's impossible. I'm not a I just, I don't, factual I don't buy believer. It. I just, I believe it's more possible than not. Mm-hmm. Now, another thing that I know that Tarzan, you are more open to, Julian, you're not, ghosts and hauntings. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I don't know if I, I believe in the yo yo wearing a sheet type of ghost, but <laughs> I definitely believe there is something there with the whole – it's the whole science of you can't destroy energy. You can only convert it. So if someone were to die, you can't control the energy. It's got to turn into something. Mm-hmm. I definitely believe – there have been too many reported cases. I can't believe every single person is making it up in di- multiple countries throughout mankind – there's something there. I don't know what exactly, but yeah, there's definitely something to the paranormal. But with that argument, I mean, there's a lot of people that make up Sasquatch. There's a lot of people that make up Nessie. Why would they be any different than ghosts and stuff? I mean, again, a ghost to me, and I relate this. I don't relate it to energy. I relate it to a black figure that, you know, people see at the night or like the, the figure of a person or, you know, a silhouette of a person or something along those lines. Like it's a spirit. Like I watched the episode that you guys did where you guys stayed in that, um, the haunted, yeah, the haunted in the Chapman. Yeah. Yeah. And you guys were doing the, the rods rods. and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And I, I watched beginning to end because, Again, like you stated, Monique, I'm a very open-minded person. I was 100% like, okay, I don't believe in this shit. I know these two. I know they won't bullshit me. I'm going to watch this. And because I don't believe ghost hunter shows. I don't. I'm I'm with you there. (laughs) I'm with you on that, yeah. But that's what I mean. That was my problem is that's all I know and that's all I've seen. So I was like, I, I can't believe them. So anyone who does that stuff, I immediately said they're just like ghost hunters. The reason why I was willing to watch you guys because I know you. So I immediately was like, these guys won't lie to me. (laughs) No. And there were times where I was like, huh, okay, that's weird. Okay, that's possible. But then I was like, that's when I caught myself saying, well, I think science can explain that. And But what it comes down to is when people say ghosts, 
I associate that with silhouettes, figures of people. My grandmother, before she passed away, said she saw the ghost of Mother Mary at the edge of her bed. Um, she woke up in the middle of the night, saw her. She said she touched her lap and just nodded and then disappeared. And my mom said she saw a ghost or something like that or a paranormal activity when she was a kid. Mm-hmm. And that they used to hear someone walk walk around on the top floor. Well, the house was owned by my grandfather and they've been the only people that live there. So when she even when she tells me that I'm like, nah, my you're making I think you're just hearing things. It's just that's that's one of those things where I would have to physically see the silhouette of a ghost to be able to believe the possibilities. Well, I think what's difficult sometimes, and I'll want your opinions on these, is people, and I've heard this on other podcasts before, and I agree with it, a lot of times people think it's either a ghost or it's a demon, and there's nothing in between. So when weird things happen, it's one or the other. And there are beliefs about, you know, shadow people. And those are usually those dark figures and you get like terrified, that petrified feeling. There's fae or fairies. So like weird things start happening. Things are moving in your house. There, there's so many different entities that it could be where it's not necessarily the energy of somebody who's died or a demon. It could be other things. Have you guys heard about those other types of entities? And if so, what do you think about them? Yeah, I mean, I've heard about everything from demons to shadow people to poltergeists to fairies. I am a firm believer in faith as well. And I don't necessarily mean religion, but that, the power of belief. So I think that's why some people are more susceptible to these things than others. I don't, like, again, like I'm a person who I'm never going to say I have the answer, but I, there's definitely more to it than, than there's more than what we see in the world. Um whether or not it be ghosts, I don't know. My wife's cousin swears up and down she grew up in a haunted house. I, there's got to be something. I just don't believe that there's got to be more to life than just you live, you die, and then you're worm food. Like, I just, there's got to be more to it. Well, and this is going to go back to my whole, and I know, again, this is going to contradict what I said. I'm going to contradict myself this whole podcast, but <laughs> I mean. It's okay, we still love you. <laughs> Science proves that there's been nothing but we've always just had living organisms that live, die, become a fossil, and move on. And we're no different than a dinosaur. It's just millions and millions and millions of years later, and we're a different form of it. But the power belief is actually a very good way of putting it. I've never even thought of it that way. I think the power belief is truthful in everything. I do believe that because my my mother and her grandmother and my, my all my uncles and whatnot they're all super religious and believers in spirits and things can come visit you and that's why they feel like they saw this stuff i am close-minded on it to the point where i feel like that's why i'll never see one because it's not something that i believe and i feel that way about other things. I think that the reason why I'm so skeptical and, and believe other things is because there's something in my head that tells me it's possible. There's nothing in my head that tells me that I could ever see the silhouette of a person who died or, you know, someone that's visiting me in my sleep or anything like that. It just, it's, it's completely forgotten on me. And so for that reason, I'll never believe it's actually going to happen or that it exists. My my brother was like that too, and then he had a really scary experience. He was just like you, and he stayed at, at a hotel up north in northern New Hampshire, 
and he had an experience. And he thought it was his buddies messing with him, and they were actually staying at a different hotel. He was in town for a wedding, and he came in last minute, so he wasn't able to stay at the hotel with all his friends and, and the wedding party and all that kind of stuff, so he had to stay down the road. And he woke up, and there was a somebody like over him, standing over him kind of thing, and he heard singing and just all kinds of weird stuff happening in his room. So he jumped out of bed like, what the hell's going on? And he's looking for his buddies and there's nobody there. So he's like, okay, that's weird. He goes into the bathroom to kind of like splash some cold water on his face. He turns on the faucet, a bunch of spiders come flying out of the faucet. Jesus. And he's like, what the, what, you know, he jumps back, he's like, what's going on? And then the spiders are gone and then water comes out and he's looking everywhere. He's like, what, what the fuck is going on? So then he obviously is freaked out. He goes out into the hallway because he still thinks it's his buddy's mess with him because he doesn't believe in this stuff at all. And he ends up calling over to the hotel. They're all at the hotel. They're they're not there. They're nowhere near there. They're not messing with him. And later on, uh, the uh, this happened like during the day because he caught a red eye in and he was taking a nap. Later on that evening, same thing happened to him. He had the same experience. And again, he thought it's his buddy's mess with him because he told them what happened. So he's like, they must have come over now. Now they're fucking with me. Nobody in sight. Same same thing. He's hearing voices. He's hearing knocking, stuff moving around in the room. And and he was he was legitimately freaked out. He was texting me like, I don't know what's going on. Something's going on here. I don't, you know about this shit. You believe in this shit. What's going on? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. And that hotel, uh, I can't remember the name of it, but the ghost hunter guys actually ended up buying it and closing it down because they've just, I guess, investigated all the time or do whatever there, but it's not open anymore. Tarzan, what was um, the haunted house story? Like, were you told, like, what had happened with your cousin? Uh, uh, I didn't hear it. She, won't, she didn't tell me a lot of details. She firmly believes that it's haunted, too. But stuff like uh, eyes appearing in the mirror and things being moved. I'll have to ask her and maybe I'll, I'll, I can come back at some point and give you more details. But uh, my wife firmly believes that her cousin is telling the truth and that the house is haunted. Um, Does she still on live Martha's there? Vineyard. I don't know if the house is still standing oh. or not, but crazy shit. Wow. I, I believe it. I, it. Going back to like our, our investigation at the at the Chapman Inn when you said you watched it with the rods and stuff like that, because I'm like you guys. Those ghost hunter shows, I think, are the biggest work, and especially coming yeah. from wrestling and, and, and yeah. you know working people. Yeah, that was our job, right? I'm like, okay, you could see this is obviously a work. So... We go and we do this thing, and she first is having this experience with the rods, and I'm like, okay, come on. Like, what's going on here? <laughs> That's why I wanted to sit and do the thing. And and those – dude, I was sitting still. I wasn't doing anything, and those things are moving, and I'm, like, getting goosebumps. And I'm like, all right. And I got cold, and I, I'm like, I don't know what's going on. This is just weird. It, it was weird. I don't – I can't explain it. I don't – I'm not saying it was a ghost. I'm not saying it was a spirit. I don't know what it was. But it wasn't anything I've ever experienced before. It definitely, it didn't freak me out because it wasn't like a, a panic came over me or anything like that. But it, it was wasn't just like a bad vibe. Or it anything. wasn't a bad vibe. It was weird. It was almost like it was this guy that the the innkeeper that died who was still just kind of hanging around there and that just wanted to see his wife and just wanted to be around his wife. That that was like yeah. it was weird. But I'm telling you, man, I was sitting there like as as still as I could be with those things. I wasn't moving at all. And those things were just, she's asking questions and they're moving and they're doing the thing. And I'm like, what is going on? Yeah. It, it was, it was nuts. It was nuts. So 
I'm not saying I'm a firm believer, but it, I'm definitely more open to it now, especially after having that experience because I can't explain it. I don't know. It was what weird. That was. It's almost like for me, almost like I could feel like energy around me, like almost like something like how can I explain? It? Like it just there was like a slightly different energy there, almost like a tingle of energy around, like right before things started happening, and I was like. I think they're going to move. And then they did. And I was like, oh. but like, you never want to just assume you know what's going to happen because that's when you're proven wrong. Mm-hmm. But it, yeah, it was really bizarre, but cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, anytime I'm, because I've read about having the chills and all that stuff and like having goosebumps and it's like, oh, it's when your blood's rising or trying to keep your, it's because your body temperature is low and your body's trying to do this, which causes the chills. And that's, this goes back to the whole science thing, which I shouldn't trust always, but for some reason I trust it because it hasn't been wrong yet. So, you know what I mean? That's little things like that. Like when Al, when you were doing it, I was, it's funny you say this because when I was watching, I was like, ah, I'm going fucking with him because she believes in this stuff. And <laughs> when you started doing it and it started moving, I was like, all right, there's got to be a reason behind it. But he was, was even like, like maybe. yeah, because he's like, I was watching your hands and I was yeah. like, that's great. But at the same time, I was like, so what? You don't trust me. <laughs> I trust you implicitly, but I was still like, okay, it's got to be something. But I'm still watching your hands. I'm still watching. And yeah. It, yeah it'd be. I rewound your part, Al, like three times. Because I was like, he's got to be like just so focused that his body's giving up on certain areas. <laughs> Did you see like the orbs? Accidentally doing this, which is causing. Did you see the yeah. orbs in the bedroom? When we the had the, There were orbs in the bedroom with the EMF. I rewound it like three times and I feel like I saw them like once and I was like I don't see what they're seeing like I'm trying to pay attention but I don't see it yeah so I I, I saw it but I just like I don't know how like on the computer to like highlight something otherwise I do it but yeah like if you're looking at a certain point it's like they're just there floating and it was yeah it was very interesting yeah it was weird very weird what was the energy like in the room itself it was it was like strange because we had that we had that little meter thing and it almost felt like stuff was moving like you'd get a certain reading somewhere. There and was like one por- bed. We had no reading. I did the entire like the room was a suite, so there were multiple sections to the room. We walked around the entire room and like there was one bed, and it was like nothing. I did like and then there were certain areas I'm like, oh, but it, is it because the electrical wire over there? So I was very careful. And then he went by and the same bed I had nothing on all of a sudden the meter spiked. Yeah, up. things going nuts. And I'm like, all right, that's weird. And I, I went and looked under the bed. I'm like, is there a loose wire? There's got to be some way to explain. It. I couldn't explain it. So I don't know. It was just very weird. I mean, there, maybe there is an explanation. Mm-hmm. I couldn't figure out what that explanation was. But I felt peaceful though when I was there. Like um, I never felt scared. That's the thing yeah. I gotta say. I never felt scared at all. But I definitely felt like there was something going on. Mm-hmm. Like but I, I meditated there. Um, I did a tower reading there, and I never at any point felt scared. I never felt threatened. If anything, um, it was almost like the place was secured. Mm. I, and I, I don't. I don't really know if that will translate well, but it just kind of felt like I didn't feel like anything was going to come in and hurt me. I didn't get any bad gut feelings. I should bring you over here because I'm 
pretty sure that um, Susanna's daughter Claudia is, has her own tarot cards because she wants to try and get into it. Nice. Uh, she, she's a big believer on zodiac signs, witchcraft, mm-hmm. uh, I believe white magic, yeah. um, stuff like that. So I'm sure she would love to pick your brain. But, oh, anytime. Um, yeah, no, it's it, it's just one of those things. I associate the word ghost and spirit with figures of some sort. It's hard for me to even watch like your video and be like, you know, because they've proven that certain areas do have a little more magnetic pull than others. And so I start thinking like, ah, maybe that's like the world's magnets, you know, causing these things to move or whatever. And it just happens. I don't know. It's just one of those things that. Yeah, it's unfortunately, like you said, you can't believe everything you see, but I tend to believe things that I see more with my eyes than things that are just spoken in thin air. Mm -hmm. No, absolutely. Yeah. Would you guys like to plug your podcast as we wind down here? Or before you do that, do you guys have anything that you want to bring up? Have you ever had any paranormal experiences Mm -hmm. yourselves? Should have asked that sooner. I apologize. (laughs) Uh, I I only have two, and they're kind of minor. Uh, My ex-girlfriend, she swore – they had an apartment in the basement and swore up and down that there was something going on, that one of her roommates left because it was haunted. I said she was full of it, so I slept down there a bunch of nights. And I wouldn't say a lot happened, but I had horrific nightmares every night that I slept in that room. Wow. And there was – a toy Jar Jar Binks that was always turned around whenever I would wake up in the morning. And I would swear that, that it wasn't turned around and I never had nightmares, but every night I slept in that room, I had horrific nightmares, like remember, really bad. Like, do you remember what it was about? Maybe it was just in my head subconsciously that she said it was haunted. Who knows? But that's the only negative uh, paranormal thing I can think of that I've ever experienced. Do you remember what the nightmares were specifically about? Um, they were very, you've seen the movie Alien? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of them were like, really like that alien, kind of looking like that alien, like, like just coming at me and like really like ripping flesh with those, that giant tongue thing with the teeth and like really like in my face, horrifically scary, like bloody, like, like I wasn't waking up screaming, but I was pretty freaked out when I woke up every night. And sometimes it's the middle of the night, and I almost went up back upstairs. But then I was like, I don't want to give her the satisfaction of thing <laughs> <laughs> that this room got to me. Wow! You being prideful and spiteful, no way. <laughs> <laughs> How about you? I up to go to the bathroom or get some water, and I'm gonna go, huh? and then I'll start second guessing myself for a second because now it's there, and my mind's tricking me because I I do believe that. I mean, they all they all say we don't tap our full potential in our minds. Um, and I do believe that your mind has way more control over things you see or process more than we even know. So um, I guarantee because subconscious, I'll forget about this when I go hang with Susanna tonight. We'll watch something. She'll get scared over un- unsolved mysteries. Um, and, you know, we'll relax. But I guarantee tonight something is going to cause me to go, oh, shit, they're right. <laughs> but I've never I've never I've never actually experienced anything anything that made me go okay that's possibly a ghost i always relate like if i hear a bump and i'm like we don't have neighbors i'm like uh, it could just be the wood breaking or moving or you know there's always mm-hmm. something that i'm like justifying it with so well there's another time which again this could 
back up the power of belief. My ex-girlfriend, a different one, swore to God she talked to the ghost of her dead mother all the time. And one night I was home alone and I was asleep. And I swear to God, I saw a woman in a bathrobe in walking out of my bedroom when I woke up. Again, maybe she put the idea in my head and I'm seeing something that's not really there, but that did happen. She swore she talked to the ghost of her mother and there was one night she was not, I was sleeping alone. And there, I swore a woman in a bathrobe was walking out of my bedroom. Maybe it's it was possible. just, you know, when a car drives by and the light goes through and that's what it looked like, but that did happen and who the hell knows, maybe it was a power belief, maybe I was her dead mother. That's awesome. Well, a lot of times when you're in that, like if you were like, if you were tired, when you're in that half awake, half asleep phase, that's when you're most open to things. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I hear like all of your, was it serotonin's deplenished? And that's when all things like things become funnier. You become almost hallucinogen, uh, hallucinating or whatever you want to say. Uh, things like all of your emotions are heightened and things can just start appearing in front of you. Well, um, I remember like being so tired driving home from a show one day. I swore to God I saw like it was like a clown deer and it ran across the road. And I just remember being like <gasps> and like hyperventilating because I was, thought I was going to hit something. I was just so tired that like I created an image. It's more about like so, your brain waves and when yeah. it's at a certain like certain point that's where I guess your brain is more open to see things. Um, so yeah, sometimes when you're kind of like half asleep, so when you've just woken up and like you see something, it could just be your imagination, but it could be because you're still not fully awake. So mm -hmm. you're able to see other things that are going on there. So you could have mm -hmm. seen her mother. Because like kind of similar to what you're saying about the Sasquatch coming in and out of focus or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, you have to be in you know, that frequency. You're saying like your wavelengths are like, oh, this is, it's processing enough for you to see basically like a spirit. Yeah. But you wouldn't be able to see it at full function. Yeah. Hmm. Have you guys ever heard of Dog Mountain in Vermont? No, no. what's that? Uh, it's this mountain that this couple own. They, they love dogs, own them and whatnot, but they had a church on there and it was full of like you know, pictures of people's animals would be like, you know, Fido, we miss you, we love you, we'll see you in heaven, and blah, blah, blah. And I will say that's the only place I've ever been when you walked into the building, the church, like you were overwhelmed with like positive energy, like you could feel it, like everybody's love for these animals was like in that room. People say I'm, I'm full of it, but I'm telling you, you walked into that church with that montage of everybody's animals with like cards of loving them, you are... I guarantee anyone walks in there are going to be overcome with like positive energy, which makes me believe in the whole energy theory mm -hmm. just because energy is not always negative. It can be good. Oh, well. absolutely. Oh, yeah. So like I like to look at things like there's energy and there's vibrations. So like there's people and they could be at like a super high vibration. Some people are at, like a really low vibration. Some people are kind of in the middle. And so if you go somewhere and it's at like a really high vibration, um, you, that could be why you're feeling that positive energy because so much positive energy has been brought there. It's elevated the vibration there and that's why you can feel it. That's yes, how I've heard like, I like to think I've heard 9-11 people feel like the, the, uh, the negative energy because of all the people that died there. Yeah. That at the ground zero, I hear people Same feel that I've never been there, but they feel the, the reverse effect of yeah. the extreme negative energy. Yeah, because the vibration gets really low. 
Yeah. So you're saying, Tarzan, that you told them you were a vegetarian and they said, you're full of baloney in my book. Uh. <laughs> Something like that. Now, have you guys ever seen a UFO? Have you ever witnessed anything like that or know anybody that has? My uh, friend's mother swears up and down she saw a UFO, but uh, she was always a little, a little uh, off kilter, so I don't know if, <laughs> if she did or not. I questioned something for literally like 10 seconds. I was driving home, and I saw – I was on the highway, and this is why it baffled me for a few minutes. Is I saw this just a blinking green light doing this in the middle of the highway in the sky, and I was like – Holy shit, that's a UFO. That's a UFO. <laughs> and then it sped past my car. And I went, oh, no, that's a drone. Because uh, I know, oh, I know okay. the flying pattern of a drone. I've seen them fly so many times. And I was like, oh, that's a drone. Never mind. So then, like, I questioned it for, like, 10 seconds. I was like, holy shit. And then <laughs> it immediately went away when I saw the way it was flying. And I was like, ah, oh, that's someone's drone around me. So now I, wonder, I wonder how many people thought they saw a UFO and it was a drone. <laughs> it's possible, especially now. Yeah. 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 That's nuts. Yeah. A lot of them saw a UFO when it was a weather balloon. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was swamp That's gas. One of the ones that I saw <laughs> on that documentary. They were talking about how they saw this thing and it went and crashed, and they're like, ah, it's a weather balloon. You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> stay away from it, though. Yeah, stay away. It's, no, you don't want to be over here, but. I mean, come on, isn't that the biggest nonsense? Like, they came out and said, oh, we found a crash UFO. And then the next day, they're like, oh, my bad, it was a weather balloon. I mean, that's right. such fucking nonsense. Yeah. Well, technically, yeah. it was unidentified until they identified it <laughs> as a weather balloon. Right. Have you, um, I, I'm not sure what the documentary is called, but you, you can find it because it's, it's one of the more popular ones right now. Um, but I would go watch it. It's about UFOs and how every, like, a majority of the U.S. presidents are told certain amounts of information based on how much they can trust them with that information, not to leak it. Mm. And that's why people like Donald Trump would be told nothing. They didn't tell Bill Clinton anything, but they told people, like, I think they told Ronald Reagan a ton of shit. Um, and there's like, uh, I guess they were saying there's like a documented meeting or Maybe it's – I don't remember how they know this meeting, mm. but there was a meeting where at like midnight, Ronald – I think it was Ronald Reagan – or not – Richard Nixon, sorry. Richard Nixon left his – left the White House and drove himself to an undisclosed location to have a conversation with someone else about a UFO sighting, about basically about what they found and what they were shown in – it was either Area 51 or another undisclosed area. I can't remember what it's called. But they, they talked about the whole Air thing. Force? What's that? Wright-Patterson Air Force Base? Was it Wright-Pat? Yes. Okay. Yes. And they basically, like, they hadn't, he went over there and he was like, look, this is what they told me, this is what they showed me. Like, and he basically just had, like, a undocumented or documented, I mean, I can't remember how they worded it, but it's a super interesting thing because, like I said, you sift through the stuff that you're like, eh, but then other stuff you're like, mm, maybe. Nice. Yeah, like, I know I Clinton. Oh, go ahead. The next time we have like a president who's like the popularity level of a, of a Obama, that's when we're gonna make contact with alien. Like, so this guy who's already popular is gonna be seen as like this messiah, you know, that he made contact with another world. I firmly believe next time we have a president as popular or even more than popular than like an Obama, 
they're gonna do that's when aliens are gonna show up and that's gonna be like they're gonna build this guy up as like a messiah like he was a savior like he brought the human race together to make contact with these aliens you know who i think that's gonna be it's gonna be the rock (laughs) i swear to god he's gonna he's gonna be president someday yeah Guaranteed. And then idiocracy would have come true completely. <laughs> <laughs> if he becomes the president, I I really have a hard time believing that the world's going to divide. I, I just I don't see people I don't see a majority of the world if the Brock became the president being like, All right, we need to hate this guy. I just unless, feel like the world would just come together. Unless he tries taking away people's freedoms. That's that's true too. Because if the Rock says you don't need a gun, <laughs> he's gonna get uh, laughed yeah, at by a lot of people. I don't really. All of South would go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> they to know their role. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mandatory eyebrow lifts. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but yeah, I know. Like uh, the president say, I know Jimmy Carter had a UFO sighting. He wrote about it in his autobiography. That's like a really well documented one. Uh, the Eisenhower meeting, like you were mentioning earlier, I know that happened, or they say happened. I know Clinton was so, and people that he surrounded himself with, like Podesta, Hillary, like they all would talk about it all the time. So I think that's probably why they didn't tell them. Um, that's what they said in the documentary. That makes they sense. About how he was like, he was on TV and he would address the question. He'd say, I asked them, I told them to show me the files and they said it was a need to know basis. Right. So they won't even let me see them. Yeah. And he said that on TV. So, cause they showed the clip. Yeah. Um, so like, I mean, and then they said how like, but how come this president, you know, years past got to know when she'd be shown everything. It's because they, the higher powers that be distribute the information based on who they trust. The people that are really in charge. Do you think you guys would be <laughs> trusted? Do you think they would trust you? Like, let's say you got to be a president. Do you think they, you think they would see you as a person who's trustworthy? Nope. Absolutely not. I have no filter. I would immediately... I I have this problem as a supervisor at work. I'm supposed to filter a lot of information, and I tell my reps everything. Like, if they're like, hey, they're going to make us work Saturdays, I'm like, but don't let them know. I'm like, okay. And then I immediately go tell my team, I'm like, guys, Saturdays, they're coming, get ready. It's just I don't know how to take that information and be like, they shouldn't know. I'm like, no, that's fucked up. They should know. So, no, I would not be trusted. I'm probably going to get shot after this podcast. Cause if, we just, <laughs> if, uh, if we think that anything – that was the other thing. They think that because JFK was going to open up the doors for UFO information and he was going to make it so that way these files were public is the reason why he got assassinated. That's one of the – Because apparently there was an order he was supposed to carry out – five days prior to his assassination to release that information publicly and then he got assassinated. So there's a conspiracy theory that that's why he was assassinated. That's probably one of a million conspiracy theories as to why JFK got assassinated. He said he was going to break up the CIA. He said all kinds of stuff that he was going to do. So, yeah, there's a lot of people that wanted him gone. (laughs) Well, I think this is a good time to wrap it up. Gentlemen, is there anything else you want to add? Uh, no, just go ahead and plug no. our podcast, Truth, right. Justice, and the New England Pro Wrestling Way. You can find us on any major podcasting app that you see fit. Go ahead, download, like, subcri- like subscribe, leave us a star rating, uh, give us any feedback that you like. We speak specifically about New England professional wrestling, uh, and you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter. The handle is at Pro Wrestling Way. 
And I want to ask. Oh, go on, Tarzan. You know, I would just have a question yeah. for you guys because we were talking about earlier. Sure. Do you guys get any angry uh, responses like, oh, you, you, you idiots and you conspiracy theories like people that get because I notice on Facebook, a lot of people get really mad when people don't believe like the standard. And that's why we're things. not on that's Facebook. Just, you <laughs> yeah. guys never get any negative stuff. Like People don't lash out at you. Not no. really. No, not no. really. But that was actually one of the things I was going to bring up because you guys have a Facebook and from what I understand, a lot of the stuff on your podcast, you ask people questions on your Facebook, but I never see it on Twitter. Um, I feel kind of left lazy. out. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had a social media person because even as um, my own personal social media, I if it's not a meme that I can just push one share button, I hardly ever post my own statuses because I just, I'm too fucking lazy to type <laughs> and trying to be a social media guru while editing a podcast, while trying to find guests, while trying, just, it's too much work for we me. We do it. I'm trying, I gave this guy uh, one task. I said, here, you can have access to the Facebook. He hasn't posted a damn thing. <laughs> well, the only reason is because it's my, it's attached to my wife's Facebook and I'm always worried that I'm going to plug something they get on. I don't want her on our Facebook. It would be amazing. <laughs> You ever like like something like Nigerian <laughs> bottles or something? That's awesome. Oh, gentlemen. Well, thank you so much for being on our show. We appreciate it. And thank you for having us on your show as well. We hope everyone enjoyed that. And uh, It was a pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank, thank you. you. Very much. Yeah, thank you guys very much. And uh, real quick, we're just going to plug our social media. Where can people find us, Monique? We have a Twitter. We do, at Pod. What's our Instagram again? Podcast. And our website? Homewreckerpodcast.com. Yes, and please uh, go ahead over to iTunes. Subscribe to Truth, Justice, the New England Pro Wrestling Way. Yes. Give those guys a listen. Do the same five for stars. us if you haven't already. And leave five-star reviews. That's what everybody wants. Yeah. That's what matters. Five stars are nothing. Just like a wrestling match, right? Five stars. <laughs> what everybody, everybody aims for. Yeah. Only if they're reviewed by that guy that Tarzan hates ever so much. <laughs> <laughs> so, until next time, I am the Golden Greek Alex Arion. I've been joined, as always, by my beautiful, lovely, and gorgeous, amazing trophy wife, Monique. And you've been listening to the Homewrecker Podcast.